everybody, just uh, taking an opportunity just to sit down with my son Joel and uh, you know this corona deal that many of us are all facing around the world, it's a time we're in lockdown, we're stuck behind doors and I thought it'd be a great opportunity just for us to kind of sit down with one of the young guys and and maybe just chat through some of these things and have a bit of fun together and hopefully yeah. be helpful as well. So it's my boy Joel and uh, that probably many of you wouldn't know that Joel actually was sick. He got, it would seem, this unfortunate virus that is now out there. Uh, we can't confirm that because he wasn't able to be tested. But um, from what the doctors have said, it seemed like with his symptoms and that. So unfortunately, he, he was really sick. For uh, We quarantined him for seven days. And it was very difficult. He literally was locked in his room for seven days. And uh, by the grace of God, he's 100% healed. And he's been out now, and also by the grace of God, none of us got sick yeah. in the rest of the home, so that's awesome to know. But uh, Joel, not to highlight your bad experience, but maybe you can just uh, address us and maybe the younger guys too, just in some of the things you've been doing, being stuck at home, and some of the things that maybe are helpful just to help us all kind of do the timing right, get things right here, and uh, use the time wisely. So what have you been doing? What's happening? Man? Yeah. Yeah, well, like you said, I, I was sick. I was sick for, it was about, what would you say, two weeks ago. Yeah. Week and a half ago. I was, I just woke up one morning just absolutely not feeling it at all. Just like, just fevers and like feeling like just weak and all these things. And I'm like, I knew something was going on because this is in the middle of all this going on around the world. So I knew something was up. But the amazing thing is it literally, I reckon two days after I got sick, like, I felt almost 100% and honestly by the grace of God and just trusting God and we did trust God we prayed yeah. I know my parents prayed non-stop my uh, brothers prayed non-stop people around the world were praying for me so I really do appreciate all the prayers but just to in this time just trust God honestly this is this is something that God God knew this was coming yeah. it's not like this coronavirus or any other disease or sickness has ever caught God by surprise like he didn't. He didn't just show up and be like, like this. What's going on? Like, why are we? Like, why is this happening? Mm. He knew this was coming. God is all knowing, right? And so, we just need to trust God in this time. In 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 every season, we need to be trusting God. And we trusted God. We prayed so much, and by the grace of God, no one else has gotten it in our family. Yeah. I'm feeling a hundred percent. I'm all good. I'm ready to go. We're still locked away at home, but but we're in, enjoying it. We're trying to enjoy it. I know it's a it's a weird time. It's like. The, the reality is, I know especially for my generation, I'm sure other generations too, no one has ever had to experience something. We've never experienced something like this before. And the, the reality is we probably never will experience something like this again, Lord willing. Hopefully. Hopefully. Please, <laughs> but it's like, it's like how are we going to use this time to become a better follower of Jesus? Because each and every day we want to be striving and and becoming better followers of Jesus. And so in this time, I know as young people, we can be like, oh, I want to be playing video games, or I want to be watching the newest Netflix series, and just doing all these things, which are fine, but it's like, we are called to become better followers of Jesus and grow up in maturity in Christ. And so for myself, I know I haven't been doing it perfectly for the past couple of weeks, and I have been playing the video games and watching Netflix and doing all that stuff, like everyone else, but I have wanted to set a time aside just to read my Bible, just to spend time in His presence, to contend for a, a greater revelation of Jesus. Yeah. And honestly, I can say 
I reckon I'm a better follower of Jesus today than I am than I was two weeks ago, which is awesome, and I hope that it's the same for everyone out there too. But we just we just got to be contending for a greater revelation of Jesus in all that we're doing, and and like I said, we we this is a once in a lifetime experience, and it's like solitary. If you think about it, if you're in in solitude, it's like what that is is it's thriving in isolation, and this is a time where we can see it as like loneliness and like we're alone or we've got our families and we're bored and all these things but it's like we can use it as a time as i've got time now where we didn't have time before to spend with jesus we've now got plenty of time to spend with him and to become a better follower of jesus and like the bible says each day today is a day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad be glad right regardless of what's going on in the world regardless of whether we're stuck at home or not it's like today's a day that the Lord has made. We want to rejoice in each and every day and know that God has woken us up and given us life each and every day for a reason, for a purpose. And one of those purposes is to know Him more, right? To experience Him more, to, yeah. to become more intimate and personal with Jesus Christ. So I think that that's a few things that we, I for myself have really been trying to contend for over the past few weeks. But yeah. That's awesome. And, and I mean the whole thing of being a better follower of Jesus than he was two weeks ago. I mean, that's yeah. not an arrogant statement. That's that's the point of what we're supposed to be doing, right? It's not like, hey, look at me, I'm awesome. No, no, I am trying to be better yeah. in being more like Jesus. So actually, Jesus is awesome. And that is the mandate God's given all of us, to become more like Christ. So I love what you're saying there. And I, I trust we can all say, not just two weeks, every day we're becoming yeah. better mm. at following Christ. And following Christ is not just reading our Bible, it's actually following Him where He's going. Yeah. So maybe maybe just help, like practically, how, what have you done to become a better follower of Jesus? Yeah. Right? I know the whole thing of revelation and that, but how have you gone about that? What does that mean? What have you been doing, being locked up, yeah. um, growing in revelation? How do you go about some of that? And again, these are not, this is suggestions. This is not how to. Joel doesn't have the direction of how we should all, but it's, it's a great way of hearing different people, how they hear God, how they contend for revelation, what they're doing yeah. in their downtime. So how have you gone about some of that? Yeah, well, I know for myself, I just just spending time in, in His presence, you know, it can be so overwhelming with what we're hearing on the news or what we're seeing on social media and what people are putting out there. It's like it can actually be quite depressing, like what the world is facing, but actually spending time in God's presence and in the presence of Jesus mm. and His Holy Spirit. It's like, there's just this refreshment that comes, I, I feel for myself, over me that I'm like, actually, I've got faith now. Like, regardless of what's happening in the world, I am refreshed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm replenished. I'm ready to go. Like, I'm fired up. And it's like, that's what we need. We need hope. And this world is, this world is dying. This world is hopeless. This world, literally every single day, this world is losing more and more hope hope and that's why we as followers of Jesus need to have have Jesus as a hope that the hope of Jesus is the anchor for our soul yeah. and we need to be contending for that we need to be growing in that for me just spending time in his presence putting on worship music mm. has been incredible and just just so helpful it's like we're not going to church and experiencing that that live worship that we do on a Sunday but I know for us as a family we've been my younger brother plays the guitar really well leads worship really well he's just led us I mean, we don't do it all the time, but quite often just let us in some songs. We just sing and worship Jesus because really we need to 
set our eyes back on Jesus and take it off of the world. It can be so easy to just look at the world and what the world is facing, but actually we've been called to fix our eyes on Jesus. And when we fix our eyes on Jesus, everything that's going on in the world really, it seems a lot smaller and it seems a lot less bad because we see the bigness of Jesus and we see what He's called us to and who He is and the unchanging nature of who He is. And that's really what's been been helpful for me. I just just putting on worship music, spending time in His presence, reading His Word. Right? What a time for us! What it's, it's been such a a crucial time for me to just just know the Word of God more, to experience the Word of God more, to see how active it really is in this time. And and we see how active the Word of God is more and more when we actually are reading it, because when we read it, we see the relevance of it. I mean, the Word of God is relevant. It's it's just as relevant today as the day it was. Each and every word of it was penned and written, but but just reading the word of God and studying it and just wanting to know the word more and mm. and living it and memorizing it and just just trying to let it consume me because I don't want to be consumed by what the world's saying and the words of the world, but actually the word of God. What is the word of God saying? Because the word of God, that's what's truth, right? Truth is the word of God. So for me, just spending time in His Word, in His presence, listening to worship music, just just worshiping Jesus has been. Just so helpful, and then also just spurring one another on. I mean, I've got a, I am privileged uh, to have a family and an extended family that knows Jesus, that loves Jesus, that's passionate about Jesus, and we just, we just really have just been wanting to spur one another on. But also, if you if you don't have a family, you know, that's passionate about Jesus, what a time for us to to shine the light. But also, we've got we've got our family, which is our church, right? Our local church is what a time for us to spur one another on and encourage each other and send each other. Bible scriptures and say, hey, we're praying for you. Is there anything you need prayer for specifically? Staying in touch with people. Mm. I mean, we can become so disconnected in this time, but it's like God's still called us to stay connected to one another and be there and still be part of one another's lives. It's good. Good truth. So last question, bro. Um, I guess it's the obvious one. I mean, it's not around the whole corona deal or even lockdown. Just just uh, give us a few, again perspectives from your side on how we the church and how God's people and leaders can build better and this isn't a, a axe to grind now but how we can build better with the next generation I'm so aware that we don't do our thing and then when we're done we yeah. give it to the next generation yeah, there's the working together um, I've been putting messages together around Joshua where Joshua did really well as being a great soldier a great shepherd leading God's people into the promised land. One thing he didn't really do well was build a succession plan. Mm. And uh, while he trusted God to take care of it, he wasn't intentional enough, I believe. And that's why the book of Judges chapter 2 tells us that when he died off, that whole generation died off, and they grew a whole generation who knew nothing of God or what he had done. And uh, that's not God's fault. That yeah. is unintentional or people who just leave it to God. And, and so I think, again, without... As a whole subject, but just in a few moments that we have left, just share how we can be a little more strategic, how you see it, how we can build yeah. better together, and how we can actually build generations together rather than wait for generations to die off. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good question. I mean, I think it's God has been good in it. We are seeing all over the world, literally, we're seeing young people stepping up and wanting to be a part of what their parents are a part of or what their local church is a part of. Just this this bigger picture and young people are buying into that young people are 
uh, all in, they're invested, they're keen, they're, they're really wanting to, to come through. And I know that leaders, older leaders and other generations are wanting to see young people come through. So it is awesome to see. But I think one thing, one thing that's really uh, key and vital is that leaders have to realize and they have to uh, make it, make it uh, plain and make it, what's the word I'm looking for? Just make it, make it clear that, that this church and this, you know, NCMI and all this stuff, this, the word of God, all these things, that, that it doesn't revolve around young people, right? It revolves around Jesus. Church revolves around Jesus, right? Uh, in Matthew 16, we see that, that the church is actually revolves around Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Yeah. So young people have to realize that, the, that it doesn't revolve around them, but it does involve them. And they've got to, so they've got to know that, and leaders have to know that we, leaders cannot be, you know, chasing after young people and trying to make it all revolve around young people. They've got to realize what God's called them to do and how it's got to revolve around Jesus. But letting young people know and young people needing to know that they're included in this, that they need to be involved in this. And that word involved means that they've got a role to play. Yeah. That they're not just uh, members or, you know, viewers or just part yeah. They're, they're not just you know in the crowd, but they have a vital role to play in the church. And we see in the Bible that, that actually this is the priesthood of all believers. And we want to see all people right. working together because that's God's intentions. That's, that's what Jesus requires of us and that's what He asks of us. And that's what He wants to see in us. So He wants to see all people working together in unity because honestly, we're all better together. Right. We're all in this together and we're all better together and we're all better from each other and because of each other. So I think realizing that it doesn't revolve around young people, but it needs to involve young people, I think is a, is a key thing for us. That's a good point. And I think uh, it's all sided, it's all ages. Not about the young, I love that, coming from a young guy yeah. saying it's not about a young guy or the young guys. Don't make it about the young guys, make it about Jesus. And also finding space for all groups, all ages. That is the challenge. That's the skill that's needed. And the only way to get that, I'm convinced, is to keep your eyes on Jesus, but also to make space. Yeah. Uh, risk with young and old and younger guys backing older guys and older guys backing younger guys and everything and everyone in between. It's interesting how we've made age a big deal in the kingdom and in the church. But according to scripture, it was never an issue. Yeah. And somehow, if we're biblical, we've got to make sure we're biblical in all areas, even in the ones we're not comfortable with, with risking with inexperience, but not with character and with issues like that. And so I really want to just challenge me and us and say this is one of many. Yeah. But let's build together. We don't build for, we build with. Yeah. And we include all people. And we celebrate all cultures and all people, all ages. That's our heart. That's our intention. That's God's heart. That's His intention. And let's heed to those things. And so thank you for checking us out. Yeah. Thanks, thank Joel, for hanging out. Thank you for having us. Take yeah, care. God bless.